Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low. Oh, well, cool. it froze. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me, me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. All right. Uh, welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. What's up, people? What are we doing today? We are having a nice, long, a nice conversation with Miss Lady Stewart, I'm really, really I happy. I can't hear you. Okay, Uh-oh. we can hear you. Your Wi-Fi like looking I good. I so- hear a word you guys are saying. All right, so we are okay. in here with T Higgins' mom, uh, Miss Lady Stewart. Uh, she just was doing some stuff with her Wi-Fi just now. It was really clear. Um, I'm really happy though. I-, I think like I got some really good questions for how you doing today, Ace. We're doing good, man. But how are you doing? Because today is your birthday. So everybody in the comments, uh, say happy birthday to Zim. Uh, you you 21 now, right? <laughs> yeah, 21, <laughs> 21. I'm 21 for, forever. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever disclose my age. But <laughs> maybe off camera, I, I tell my friends that. But I, I want to make sure that they think I'm still young, even when I'm really, really old. Got you, got you. Hold on one second. Mix this up real quick. And we I was have like, put me on the end. Put her Stewart, in the how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. For those watching at home, this is T. Higgins' mother. Um, she has been his number one fan for since he's been in Pampers. And we were glad that she was able to give us and be generous with her time today. Uh, so, Zim, I'm going to go ahead and let you kick it off. So, I mean, just jumping right out, you know, how, like so far since T has been in Cincinnati, I know you all are probably new to the area. Or I don't know if you've been in Cincinnati before. Me and Ace, ironically, don't live in Cincinnati. But I just want to know, how has the city been for you so far? How do you, you know, like, what are you learning so far that, that the short time that you've been in Cincinnati? Well, nothing yet. <laughs> um, last year when he got drafted, the COVID hit, so we weren't able to go up there and really visit the city. And this year, I've been a couple of times, but we really haven't went around or whatever. But from what I've seen and what I've what I've been around, it's nice. So the yeah, only place that I've really ever been is um, Kings Island. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we got to get you in the. Kings I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a nice list of some restaurants to go with the family and stuff like that. Because the one thing I do know is how to eat. So that is one thing that, like, I'm pretty sure you probably checked out some spots or maybe some spots probably had a lot of COVID protocol. But I got a nice little list I've been working on every time I visit. Okay. Now, um, T took me to one, I think it was Yard Dog, I think, or something like that. The big Scentsy sign is out in the back of it. Yeah, the backdrop with the skyline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know you're talking about. I think that's what it's called. I love it there. Okay, okay. That's about the only one. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get my list together. I'm, I pick a little bit of everything. I got a little Mexican spot for some talk, like quick tacos. I got another little spot that you could go get. You know, you know, some Cincinnati chili type stuff. So, yeah, have have you had the skyline yet? Have you had skyline? No, is it good? Oh, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm from there though, so I might be biased. People that aren't from Cincinnati, they they think some it's either hit or miss with them. But for me, I would probably recommend that you try like. The chili cheese fries, cheese coney. Nah, you're not with the chili cheese fries. I don't eat chili cheese fries. I don't like cheese on my potatoes, period. Let, let me ask oh, you this. Do you do you like your chili thick though? Not like, too thick. So you might like it. See, where where I live, I live in Washington, DC. So we have a place called Ben's Chili Bowl, which is like really big for like chili, like Obama and people like that eat here. And the chili is thicker. So the first time I had Skyline, it's really it's loose. Like compared to like what I like, don't but say loose. It is loose. It is loose. It's loose. But okay. but 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 it's not like dripping off your plate like loose. But because that's just like I'm saying, where my, the way my mom cooks chili and stuff, it's thick yeah. with big kidney beans in it, and it's like oh, thicker no chili. Beans in it. There's no beans. So, in it. I'm so tell you that right yeah. Now. So it's to- <laughs> it's it's different, but it it's a taste that I think is pretty good. Uh-huh. And I'm like you on my dog. Like I don't really eat hot dogs. I eat hash smokes. But like on my hash smokes or something, I put like a little bit of chili, no cheese. Right. No, I just no, like no. mustard and ketchup on my hot dogs. See, I think you, I think you would like it just a little bit of chili, it, and it kind of give you like that taste that I think people like. But if people that have been there for a long time, I, I watch them. They gloat it up, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Nah, that would load my stomach up, and I'd be hurting." Yeah, yeah, I'll have to try try that skyline chili. Nah, that's real. So it, it's crazy because the season that he got drafted, I know before that you had taken him to, I believe it was a Cowboys game. He had only been to one NFL game before with you. So even though obviously with COVID and everything, was it still? A dream come true. Obviously, it was limited and everything. Them not letting too many fans in the building. But was it a dream come through, come true for you as a mother, just being able to see your son on an actual NFL football field? Yes, yes. And sometimes I still have to pinch myself because I mean, this kid is living his dream, and I've always, since I was a little girl, watched football and knowing some of the old players that played, you know, and I was just amazed. That's <laughs> Yeah, because people don't realize you like a, a diehard fan. Like, whenever T drops a ball, you like, we don't do drop balls over there. T. No. If the ball touched them fingertips, you better catch it. <laughs> let, so, let me ask you. So, you're, I know you're saying it's like a pinch yourself moment, but, like, early on, what was the, the day that you realized, like, my son is going to make it to the league. Did you believe maybe before he did, or was there like a day that you just knew? The day they drafted him. So after all that he did, all I that knew, he did at Clemson, like I knew what? he was special, but I never saw. Should I? I never looked beyond college. Right. I'm thinking he's going to go get his degree, and he's going to come home and work. I didn't think that he was going to go to the NFL and become this a big superstar, which he's going to be. He's one now, but he's going to be even bigger. But, um, no. Uh-huh. no and, that, 
That's facts. I know you always been on him to get that degree. And I know I was watching an interview. He was like, my mama made me promise that I get that degree or else it, it's going to be a wrap for me. Yeah, I'm still waiting. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I got to have it. There's no other way around it. So that's one thing we're going to make sure we stay on top of. If we get a contact, I'm going to be like, hey, look, you know what? Under <laughs> no circumstances are you going to pass up on that. Yeah, but I need that. I, I want to rewind just for one quick second, though. Like, I got to go back to these games, though. Like, even when you was in, like, even when he was in high school, even when he was in college and you saw him doing, like, two touchdowns or three touchdowns in a game, you knew that wasn't normal, though, right? Right. I mean, like I said, I knew he was special. I really saw T going to the pros in basketball. Right, because he was a beast at hoop, too, right? Yeah, that's that's what I saw. Um, football, I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was that good. You know, like, around here, he broke records and everything, and people telling me he's special, lady. He's going he's going to go far. And I was like, you know, I pray that he does, but... Right. I just never really thought my baby would be in the NFL. What was T like growing up? Like just somebody like I, I don't know the, I don't know if he has any brothers, sisters, or anything like that. Well, I kind of know, but I want you to tell the people like what was he like, you know, like just growing up? Bad as hell. <laughs> he was bad. He was a bad, scary kid. Let's put it like that. Right. Yeah. He would do stuff and take off running and like he was terrified of dogs. He was terrified of dogs now. Is he still terrified of dogs? No, we actually have his dog here. I'm dog sitting now. <laughs> but no, he made me get out of it. But the kid was bad. He's bad as hell. <laughs> That's the. I think my mom would say the exact opposite. I was good, and then later on is when I just stopped listening to her. And then she like, I she I work. I tell Ace the story. I worked for her one time, and she fired me and everything. So we have like all these crazy stories, though. Oh wow! Uh, what what is your hometown like? Like you know, like what what is it? A lot of people that live there, or like you know, what was the scene like where he grew up? Small. We live in a small town. I don't know the population, but we've been here all all our lives. Um. And in our neighborhood, which is predominantly black, um, everybody just looked after everybody. And Oak Ridge is, a, like I said, is a small town, but we're real big on sports, real big on sports. And just about everybody's kid either playing football or basketball, baseball, they're doing something. So it was just community, community. No, that's real. You talked about T. You thought that T would be an NBA player. Obviously, he was he was uh, pretty well versed in basketball as well. What do you think was the defining moment for him to pick between the two sports? If he was great at both of them, what was it that made him say, "All right, let me go with football over basketball"? I can't tell you that because I don't know. All right. I don't know. He just, um, you know, I really don't know. I don't know. Because I, I actually thought he loved basketball more, but I was wrong. Well, Joe Burrow, his his quarterback, was uh, a basketball star as well. So I would like to see them go one-on-one -on -one or something like that on a pickup. I think T might get him. I don't know. I know Joe got that J, but I think T might he's gonna, him he's gonna have like to. He's, 
Joe's gonna have to shoot outside. Right. He's gonna have to. Was he like, gonna, so what kind of if you had to compare T if you had to compare T to a basketball player or NBA player, who would you compare his game to? Kevin Durant. That's his favorite <laughs> player. They bought okay. the same height. <laughs> That's They're his all time favorite player. KD. And you know, growing up, people was calling him baby KD because he favored KD. Right. Yeah. KD, so where he where the area that I live in is called PG County, where KD is from, and it's predominantly black. It's actually one of the one of the wealthier black communities in the whole United States or whatever. So he's from a neighborhood called Sea Pleasant that I used to live like I used to see him when I was younger growing up too. So oh, wow. but he he's a really, really good guy though. Like um and and there's some similarities to their personalities, I think. Yeah. I think they got a little bit of dog in them, but on the on the surface, on the outside. You know, like pretty even kill, not going to show too much emotion, kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, T won't show no emo- emotion, but if you make him mad enough, right, he's going to show you up on the hardwood, or he's going to show you up on the football field. Right. Yeah. It's br- briefly brought up Joe Burrow for a second. Have you have you met Joe Burrow at all? No, I haven't. I wow. want to. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I that know. I was that was my next question is like, what do you think of Joe Burrow like? You said you watch football and you watched a lot of other quarterbacks and stuff. Me and Ace really harp on his mental makeup. Are there any things that you just fell in love with Joe Burrow's game or things just, that you don't like? He's just cool and laid back. Like when they beat Clemson for the Natty, I didn't like him. But uh, <laughs> when I saw the picture of him smoking that cigar, I was like, okay, I can dig it. Right. I can dig it. But he seems like a pretty good kid. And um, I wouldn't want anybody other than I mean other than him throwing my son the ball unless it's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> so Trevor Lawrence, what were your thoughts on on him? And do you think that he, him, and Joe were similar from a personality standpoint or from a skill standpoint, or do you think it's just you know because that's the debate because they playing against each other next I can't season? Wait. I can't wait either. <laughs> I can't wait. Um. I mean, I really can't – I really don't know. I can't say because T spent time with Trevor. You know what I'm saying? I watched Trevor. And as far as Joe, I only seen Joe when they played against Clemson and what he's doing, what he did last year for the Bengals. But as far as – I mean – You saw him in that championship game. <laughs> she going to get you. <laughs> he showed you. out. He showed out. He was going crazy. Um, yeah. What I, I was going to say, you know, that game, that week four game, in case you didn't know, it's a big game where they're inviting the Bengals, even invited me and Ace to the game, and they invite a lot of different people. So that game is going to be lit. Like, there's a lot of people that um, are going to be coming into town. I expect, like, a jam-packed stadium for that week four Thursday night matchup. Yeah. We got a bunch of stuff we're doing before the game, and we're going to do like a crazy tailgate and all types of stuff. Well, so. you have to let me know what the tailgate is because I'm there. Oh yeah, okay, we, yeah, we are going to do we're going to do a live show at the tailgate and all that. I'm gonna have I'm gonna make sure we got food, drinks, and everything going to be ready. And, and we're it's make sure it's no cheese fries. We know not to have any cheese. No fries. cheese fries. <laughs> I don't be yeah. feeling cheese fries either, so I don't feel no type of way about that. But I ain't yeah. trying to knock nobody that <laughs> that does eat it. But I ain't that. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for it. Cheese on my baked potato? Mm -mm. Right. Yeah. 
But see, but see, Ace know me too. Like I tweeted this one time before. Like I'm really extreme with that though. I don't really like toppings and stuff like that much. Anyway, I eat cheese pizza. I eat like I don't put nothing on one piece. Like I'm like that with everything. Straight up, steak, no, no sauce, fries. I eat, I eat fries, no ketchup. Like I don't, I don't (laughs) like stuff on. I want to really taste like what is the food hitting on. See, T eats a plain dry burger with cheese. I need cheese. I about to say I need cheese on the <laughs> burger. Cheese, I, I can't just up no mustard, no onion, no pickle, nothing. Nothing. I don't need that. If the burger real juicy and is in his bond, like the only time you need all that stuff to me is like if you're trying to hide the fact that the burger is not it. <laughs> T now when we went growing up, when we used to go to Subway, he would get a foot long with pepperoni. Shredded cheese and lettuce and ranch dressing. That's it. And on his Big Mac, he wants the Big Mac plain, lettuce and cheese, and ranch dressing. Right. Ranch dressing. So not so he doesn't want the Mac sauce. He wants the ranch, ranch, the ranch on it. I'm gonna so him and Ocho, you know, Ocho Cinco's a big McDonald's guy. So when Ocho and him link up at McDonald's, then I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that Ocho knows that don't be playing around with T order on this. Like you got that right. <laughs> Cause I'm coming to change that. Right. What what's uh, I'm talking about all this fast food and stuff like that. What is what is your favorite dish that you like to serve up for for the for the fam? I don't know how we got back to food. I just like talking about food every time I get a chance. <laughs> you know, black people love to eat chicken. Yeah, that's true. So I like chicken, um, macaroni and cheese, greens, cornbread. I don't like to cook though. My daughter does the cook. Okay, okay. So we know. Yeah, tell her to hit us up. That's that's the person that we need to get. Oh, we she, need to make sure she be throwing down. Yeah, she cook cooks. I know okay, a chef. Yeah. I know I'm a chef. Tennessee, so I know y'all get down. Yeah, I know a chef <laughs> that she used to cook for Carlos uh, Dunlap and cook for a lot of guys. And I met her through that. She is the real deal. Um, you would love like she reminds. She got your vibes and everything like that. Black lady, she's really cool. She's she about my age, but she's really she blew up and now she's like doing big stuff. So I don't know if she's gonna pick up my call no more. But she's somebody I mean, that. That will pull up wherever you at. Yeah, she's been doing that for all the players for a long time. She's really, I really need good. a chef, a personal chef myself. If y'all listening right now, Lady Stewart <laughs> needs a personal chef. But yeah, this this girl tomorrow, like I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna give you her page when we end this thing. You gonna be like, what in it? Like her pictures be like jumping off the screen. Okay. But okay. since we talking about cooking, let's talk about cooking on the field. I saw that you posted. Um, T, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd, that's what all the Bengals fans have been hype about. What are your thoughts just on them having those three receivers, just unincluded, what they can do next season? Pick your poison. I know that's right. <laughs> you can't guard all three. Three the hard way. Yep, pick your poison. Because one of them going to turn up. That's facts. Yep. You need to tell Ace that because he was telling me about all these people on the Ravens that's gonna be able to guard them and stuff. I'm like, man, ain't nobody that, like first and foremost. Nah, T, T, I'm gonna, T, I'm T I'm gonna did gonna his thing like, against Denzel Ward though. I'm gonna do John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a, you can't look. see them. <laughs> so the so the backstory to this whole thing is in the off season, I was going so hard for Jamar Chase, and it was like everywhere and. Uh, it built up a lot of momentum. A lot of people felt the same way I felt too. 
But one of my things that I kept on saying is, and I tell Ace this a lot too, is that it's going to make T. Higgins' sophomore year, it's going to make it so simple for him if he just stays on course on whatever he's doing. Because most teams, when they get a player that has like elite skill levels like that T has or Tyler Boyd has, the defense is the safety comes down, the corner comes in, doubles up. By adding Jamar Chase, it's giving him single coverage like week in and week out. And like you said, if T may, maybe they come up with a strategy and then they lock your son up or they try to put two people on in one week. Jamar Chase now goes crazy. Tyler Boyd now goes crazy. And I just don't think too many teams are even going to take that chance. So it's going to put him in this opportunity week in, week out, where he's just going to see single coverage. And for a young wide receiver in the National Football League, that is like that is like handing them gold. So that that was one of the things that I just been really really harping on. Like this, we're whole trying offense. to get to the Pro Bowl. I know that's right. I know we got a ways to go, but we're trying to. We got we're gonna put that work in. My baby coming to eat. Yes, now we heard. Yeah. He's, we heard. And he's put some, some muscle. Hold on, let let go ahead, go ahead, lady. Stewart. I want to say this while I'm while I'm while I'm while it's on my mind. She ready? <laughs> and I see you got that eighty five on. Yeah, you already know. Excuse my French, but I'm so damn tired of people hollering, 85 needs to be retired. If it needed to be retired, they would have retired that jersey. And they keep hollering, he's no Ocho Cinco. He's not trying to be Ocho Cinco. He's being T. Higgins, the best T. Higgins he can be. And and that just gets under my skin, and I want to comment on everything I see, but T tells me no. Let it play out. Like, let that play out. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think he's well worth. I mean, I think it would be crazy for anybody to say that he's not worthy of it, especially with the year that he put up last season. You also talk about him getting ready to almost nearly break um, some rookie reception records and yardage records that nobody else did. And the only thing that stopped that was an injury. Yeah, I was about to say, would have had a thousand. He would have broke that record if he wouldn't have got hurt. You see a lot of, you see a lot of that like in person or on Twitter. On Twitter, they know not to bring it to my face. Right, facts. I don't see that though. <laughs> like now, now when the guy, um, Trent Taylor, he, uh, I don't know if you saw that. This was a story in the off season. He wore number eighteen. AJ Green is really near and dear to my heart, so I feel a little different about it, maybe. But one of my good friends or like colleagues or whatever let me know. He was like, "Well, you know." You know, people felt that same way about Ocho Cinco, and I was like, I just don't remember it. And I was a big Ocho Cinco fan when T Higgins. I guess because it was some time in between. Now this guy that I'm talking about wore 18. AJ Green just left, and then we come to OTAs, and the guys got on 18. So on Twitter, people were going crazy for for um your son. I don't, I didn't, I don't ever remember feeling like that. Honestly, I really don't. Yeah, I don't feel I like, and, like, and, and then when he was coming in, I feel like everybody was so happy that we were able to get him where we got him oh, at. Facts. That I think that it was like people were just more thankful. I think that he and me and Zen were two of the main dudes campaigning for them to, to take T Higgins. We're not so, gonna name no names. It was a lot of dudes names. out here that was naming some other wide receivers that I knew was not better than T Higgins. Said, like, yeah. it's not close. It's what? not. It's not even a debate for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they they. It's like they underestimated my son. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, me personally, I feel like my baby was a um, a number was should have been went in the first round. 
But God had different plans. Right. So he was able to come and play with his favorite um, football player and learn right. from him. So, like I said, God had had a different plan for T. And, and you know what? What's the the caveat to that is yes, exactly what I was just saying. Say he would have got drafted in the first round, they would have demanded a lot more from him early on. And you know, I thought it was like a natural progression. As we got to week four, week five, week six, you just start to see like he was now the number one option on the team. Whereas a lot of these guys, like you'll see Jamar Chase, like early on is a is a different type of situation mm-hmm. because he has T Higgins and he has Boyd. We're not expecting him to do like craziness every week. But a lot of those guys that get drafted in the first round, especially a wide receiver, get a great amount of pressure on them and they see double teams every week. So I think, like you said, it, it might have been God's plan. Um, it absolutely was God's plan, but the way that it happened in the situation that he's in, yeah. Me just speaking, I don't think our team like this is one thing. I don't think our team is the greatest team on earth right now, right? Right. We have to, right. We have to get to the. But one thing I do know is the wide receivers are elite, and that's one thing that I always um, I may put a big emphasis on. But it's because I just know that if if the coverage is is single coverage, like these guys are going to win their one on one matchups. And had he got drafted in the first and gone to a bad situation, there's a lot of guys that got drafted in the first round last year and this year that have an immense amount of pressure on them that I'm not sure that they can handle. And that's not to say that T couldn't handle it, but it it would probably limit the opportunities for success, I think. Right, right. I feel what you're saying. And again, I'm 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 thankful that he's with the Bengals. That was one of his favorite teams. Um right. and the Bengals are rebuilding. The Bengals are rebuilding because at first I was like, "Oh man," but I actually like them. Right, I like them. They're they're gonna come around. No, I agree. I mean, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, they're the new. They they talk about Ocho Cinco and all of that, but they're the new nine and eighty five with Joe Burrow and T. So we're definitely yeah. glad glad to have him as well as the rest of the young talent. And like you said, they're rebuilding. And I think, you know, you like you said, it's a rebuilding process. We have to be real about how rebuilds go. But I really am still super excited for the season, like, because right. there's been so <laughs> many changes and stuff. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I and just watching too. T and Joe last year, you adding Chase to that, Joe Mixon, a lot of – they had a lot of injuries last year. So with them all coming back this season, it's going to be very exciting. And I'm glad yeah, that – they're going to shock the world. Oh yeah, facts. They gonna yeah, they gonna shock the world. Y'all just heard it right here. On I can't Wars wait. To, I can't wait to play that later on. Like I'm gonna just like use that <laughs> that one clip. I'm gonna be like, it's gonna be like we are gonna shock the world. Um, yeah. what? Uh, this is one thing that I've been saying too. Uh, Ace does another show with other uh, guys in the division, mm-hmm. and if you kind of follow like the guys that are in the division, the Browns are at this point where last year I felt was like their season to have fun go make the playoffs, and they fell short, right? I feel like the Bengals, I'm not saying they'll, they'll make the playoffs, but I feel like this is the year where they're going to have a lot of fun. I think T's going to have a lot of success. A, a lot of our marquee players, like mixing and everybody, are, is going to have fun. I think you're going to see them a lot more on TV. I think next year, though, y'all say rebuild. I don't think it's like a long-term rebuild. This is the year where they're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to see your son have a lot of success. And then the following year, you're going to see, like, free agents, like, 2022, like, want to come here. And then that's the year where I think they're going to really have to go, like, all in and try to go for it. So, right. 
that that's like the Zen plan, I think. Um, I wanted to ask you one weird question before we get off of here. And I told Ace this before the question. We want to know, or I want to know, or the people want to know, at what age did T. Higgins stop peeing in the bed? <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Are you serious right now? We got to know. Why? Because when I talk to him, when I finally get to talk to him, I'm be like, you know you used to pee in the bed when you was like forever. He could dunk on me on a basketball. He could he could score all these points or whatever. But I'm be like, you was wearing Superman uh Superman underwear, and I know from your mama that you was peeing in the bed, bro. Poor. <laughs> all right. That's, oh, that's reasonable. My son poor, poor now. He's poor when you peeing stop in peeing in the bed. <laughs> I'm gonna get real. I want to say like eight, because I no no. But 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on. Before before y'all try to judge me and say I'm like some pee pee little boy or something, right? Like yeah. hold up. It wasn't every night. It was just like I remember. Like it was a thing. Like every once every three four weeks, they were like, "Damn, he didn't pee in the bed again." <laughs> Did you ever pee on your company that spent the night? Hell no. No, uh. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you the worst though is when you a young little boy and you go to somebody's house and you pee in the bed and you gotta go try to hide your underwear and like, <laughs> like you gotta go throw them in the trash. And it, that's a mess. That's a whole episode right there. No, like, I don't know about that, bro. That happened to me. That happened to me two, three times, and you'll never forget it. I promise you that. Here I am, 30 something years old, and I did not forget that. T said, what's up? T's dad said, what's up, pissy little boy? (laughs) (laughs) See, 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 I try to be honest with y'all. See, now, I got to figure out something. I got to be be better at him at something. It got to be cards or something like that. I don't know. I'm going to figure that out. You know, I don't even know if he knows how to play cards. He doesn't oh, strike me as a he doesn't strike me as a car player. He's too nonchalant. We gotta he get played, him on some spades. He played a game. He played on the game too much. He don't know how to play no cards. I see he play uh he plays 2K or something like that, right? He plays uh NBA 2K and Madden and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't like if I FaceTime him, he'll lay the phone down and I'm looking at the ceiling. Uh tell him tell him that uh that Ace will give him that work in 2K. He'll know what you're talking about. I'm gonna tell him too. <laughs> All right, ladies. So, well, we appreciate you spending some time with us, uh, taking the time out to talk about your son. Thank Listen you. to you and the family. We appreciate you showing us love and coming on. Tim, was there anything that you wanted to say? No, I just want to thank you for coming on here and talking to me. I'll never forget this because today's my birthday. So I just thought that was really, really cool. I always see you on Twitter. So I thought that was awesome that Ace actually got in contact with you and, and we did this. That design that he made on that shirt, though, we got to get you one of those shirts. And then Please. also, and also, I have a, a design too that you have not seen and nobody has seen. I, I do a, a clothing line called Burrow Babies, but T Higgins' face is one of the faces on it. I'm going to show you it. It's really, really, but it, mine has all the team on it. So it's really, really cool. Okay. So I'm going to send you that too. So you just tell us the location. We're going to get you right. Yeah, his sister has a clothing line too called Black Child Clothing. Black Child, Black where, Child Clothing. Where so can they go? The, where can they go? Where can they go to find online, that? Online, Black Child Clothing online. Um, they're out of Chicago. Okay. Okay. All right. So if y'all listening, check that out. Black Child yeah, Clothing. Yeah, also, also on IG. 
Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, let them know where they can follow you at on Twitter. T. Higgins Mom, 85. Got you. Got you. The, the real 85, right? Yeah, <laughs> the real. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all finna start some mess and I ain't nah, gonna nah, we not gonna do that. I like that shirt though, that jersey you got on. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, that, oh, oh, oh you talking yeah. about that 85? And it's it's the it's the real 85 too. Hold on. Oh, period. It's the real 85. That was the first on the back there. Did you get the new jersey 85? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna get the new one. one. I gotta get the okay. new stripe. Yeah. All right, I gotta yeah. get the white and the black now. I have I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get your the favorite orange. one. I'm get What's the your orange. favorite one out of all three of them? Right now the orange because I want to rock the um the um crushed backboards. Did I say that right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Jordan Shatter backboard one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Got heat. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta go out myself and go have some fun. You take care with your family. Make sure you tell everyone we said hello. Don't be a stranger. I'm gonna link up with you and give you the information for that big tailgate. We talking about week four. We need the fam out there. It's gonna be fun. We there. Just give me the information and we there. Yes, yeah, ma'am. All right, y'all have a blessed day. All right, you too. All right. And, and as you guys know, we'll end this with a yes. Sersky! Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of